0: Listening
1: to PetLifeRadio.com. What were you thinking? Is brought to you by Dog.com for everything and anything dog. Shop Dog.com today for all the top brands: Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at Dog.com and use the promo code SADthink. S-A-D-T-H-I-N-K and get $15 off your order of $75 or more. You've had a long day at work
2: and you can't wait to just get home, take off your shoes, plop yourself down in your favorite chair and relax. You walk up to your tranquil residential home and your neatly manicured lawn in your quiet suburban neighborhood, put the key in the lock, open the door and... Yes, the pets have gone wild! what were you thinking welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets where to get them what to feed them and how to care for them you'll even find out why some people live with a monkey now here's your host exotic pet expert and author bob tart hey bob what were you thinking
3: Bandung, the
2: Three.
3: You're
1: Bandung, the big empire.
2: Well, <laughs> welcome
3: to What Were You Thinking? Uh, I hope you enjoy our uh, new theme music there. Uh, I'm using an almost impossible to trace obscure Calypso song so that we don't get into any copyright problems. But, uh, you know, the main reason uh, I'm starting off with that little ditty is because that way I hope we can avoid my producer, Mark Winter, playing that kind of dinky introduction music. So, uh, this is uh, Bob Tart, your host of What Were You Thinking? and the author of the books Enslaved by Ducks, Fall Weather, and the eventually forthcoming The Funnel of Happiness. And I'm here today with the most beloved book character oh. in the entire history of literature, Mr. Oh, Mister Book Character Bill Holm. Oh, thank you, Bob. That was very, very
0: kind of you, and I understand where you're coming from in that. I've just been receiving a lot of, of uh, contact through Facebook and uh, people who really do seem to um, appreciate my, my book character.
3: Oh, did you say something? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was putting the
0: CD back. I kind of drifted off. I wasn't quite finished. But, you know, I mean, that's right. We can continue on. I I just wanted to express my gratitude to all those people who have been so kind lately.
3: Are those the two or three people who uh, try and become friends with you on Facebook and you hit the ignore button? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But it's very kind of them. It is kind of them. Um, I just did a podcast with Linda yesterday. And uh, I mentioned that it was the very first, even though this is uh, September, that it was the first podcast of the year that I did with Linda. And I said, you know, and here it's uh, uh, September fourth, two thousand and one. I said two thousand and one. Did you, that? You were like five years off. I know. It. So I, I apologize to my uh, listeners. That's for ridiculous. That. Yeah. So what's here, happening to your brain? Um, that's that's too large of a question. <laughs> So here it is, one day before Labor Day, 2000 and something. And uh, Bill, I don't what, what, want to put words in your mouth. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but wouldn't you say that this is crazy weather? Wouldn't you say this is really crazy weather? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but this is crazy weather, isn't it? Um, I
0: suppose I could put it that way.
3: Well, let's talk about the lost <laughs> Here, we got, we got our agenda right here. We're going to talk about the, the Lost episode of What Were You Thinking? Right, 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 right. Okay, do you remember that a little I bit? I do. Yep, that was back in April. That was in, a- yes. And we did an entire uh, episode of What Were You Thinking about the TV series Lost? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And that was the Lost joke as well. Yeah, that's right. Someone laughed out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you like to describe that lost episode a little bit and maybe explain why it's still lost? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We
0: uh, went to a talk, as I recall. Well, you you gave the talk.
3: <laughs> I, <laughs> they were I like, attended. They were like... Technically speaking, was, I attended. Where was,
0: where was the talk again?
3: It was at the A E I O U Botanical Gardens in Ann Arbor to the um, Washtenaw County Society of the Audubon. Exactly.
0: And, uh, oh, yes, okay. And so you went there, and like, the reason you had an audience was because this was just a regular monthly meeting of the Washtenaw County Audubon Society. Is that correct? Yeah, they were desperate for a speaker. Yes, and so they picked probably the most inappropriate bird kind of pet speaker they could right because this is all about wild birds and i gave a talk about pet birds which is not about what they like to uh actually shoot the bird so that they can be painted
3: yes yes so that um i believe it's it was actually a member of the washington county Audubon society that shot the last ivory bill woodpecker, <laughs> <laughs> but they but got they a, a really f- nice drawing. Nice, of it. yeah, and they had a federal license to do so okay. by well, good that's people fine, in Washington. That's so, fine. so anyway, um, we uh, did a uh, podcast about that entire event, and the first half was pretty darn good. There was mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of good Buddy Ebsen material. Oh, that was good. But the second half... You're good at what... This is worth waiting for. Yeah, the second half fell apart a little bit, so mm-hmm. I hope to be able to do a little editing to uh, make it work. That's going to be a real challenge. But the problem was I was so demoralized after that that I just didn't haven't done a show since then. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I've been working intensively on my new book, The Funnel of Happiness. <laughs> So, What's it about, Bob? It's about our six cats, the time when we had six cats. And if that doesn't make you want to buy it, nothing will. <laughs> Whoa, this guy had six cats. I'm buying that. So,
0: um, You know I've had cats, too. Maybe I can relate to that. Yeah,
3: yeah maybe one of his cats is like my cat. <laughs> so um, I got a shocking email. Excuse me while I have a little coffee. Well, while Bob
0: has a cup of coffee, I'll fill in some time here. With, uh, oh, he, I he's gotta, back
3: <laughs> I'm going to open this up. It's crazy it's, weather we're having It is, Cra- it's like it's a crazy, I don't want to put words in your mouth But it's <laughs> crazy weather, wouldn't you say? So I actually got a shocking email from my producer. You know, that reminds me of somebody Yeah Keith Olbermann That's right, I got a shocking email from Keith
0: Olbermann a couple <laughs> no, days no, ago No, no, not your email from Keith Olbermann His technique What his, is that? It's a a motorcycle gang. Oh, look! There's like a whole stream of them. Good grief! What are they doing at Muskegon wastewater? What I want to know know is why they have to make so darn much noise.
3: Yeah, what's wrong with these
0: kids? I mean, it's okay to go out on a motorcycle, but why does it have to be so loud?
3: Well, I guess they're just born to be wild.
0: (laughs) Well, I guess we had our day, didn't we? They're the
3: wild angels. (laughs) So
0: So he often he'll ask a long, complicated question. And reach a conclusion in his question, and when he, when he finishes it, he'll ask the guest,
3: wouldn't you agree? You're talking about my producer, Mark Winter, right? <laughs> he sent me, Mark Winter sent me an email last week, and I just about bowled over on my chair. Really? Well, the caster needs fixing. <laughs> and um, he asked me when I was going to do another podcast. And you said? Well, I was too shocked to reply because why would he care? So I finally decided there must be some money in it for him somewhere to even ask that. And I want to know where's where's my cut? Exactly. And then consequently, where's mine? Well, you're way down. (laughs) I mean, it's going to be years before I see anything. And so you, well, I'll make a a memoriam uh, (laughs) gift in lieu of flowers. How about that? Sort of like Amway. Yeah. So, anyway, and even three listeners emailed me. Really? Yeah, and said, when the heck are you doing well, listen, a new show? Actual,
0: I mean, listeners? Yeah, I
3: know it. Okay. And what's funny is I even have some listeners who don't know that I'm um, author Bob Tart. They know me as Podcaster Bob. Really? Even though in every podcast you mention that you're an author? Yeah. Wow. Yep. But And they aren't motivated to go buy your books? Heck no! <laughs> so, anyway, today's mission, Bill and I are... Uh, at uh, Muskegon Wastewater <clears throat> and uh, Muskegon Wastewater Treatment Plan, and we've done some fine programs. This might be our third Muskegon Wastewater Program podcast, Bobcast. <laughs> Were you aware of that?
0: <laughs> you know, I, I, re, I barely remember even doing one.
3: How long have you and Marcia been married now? Good question. Two years, two years. two and a half years. I was just wondering if it's isn't it about time that a little bundle of joy is coming along. Well, I
0: have a big announcement to make here, uh, right here today, to everybody. A kitty cat? That's what I was asking about. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, <then> I <laughs> I shouldn't have mentioned that other okay. thing then. Okay. So no, I the kitty cat. Oh yes, um, probably at the end of October cool. we'll start looking. Good. And what we'd like is, you know. A little older cat you know one we don't need them at the kitten stage we'd like just you know you know a little older cat's nice it's harder for them to find a nice home how does the name lucy strike you for a cat <laughs> how about that's
3: a cat that's already named <laughs> how about a cat that's already broken
0: in <laughs> <laughs> broken in well um i don't know well i will consider that but you know it's a it's a
3: personal decision yes it is so here I did, i'm sorry i asked such a personal question so here we are in muskegon wastewater and this is a Really good and uh pleasant place to look for birds. They love it here for some reason. Yeah, it's one of the premier locations. In fact, there's a red carpet here, and um, Rona Barrett. This is one of the Rona pr- Barrett. <laughs> 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 okay, <Cher>, sure. <laughs> who shows up at the
0: is
3: <laughs> And Dorothy uh,
0: Parker has been <laughs> here
3: too. <laughs> look, there's Bob Benchley. Come on over here. So, so anyway, well, my publisher is Algonquin. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So we're here to um, see two species of birds, two types of birds. They're not even species. Two categories of birds that are migrating this Mm -hmm. time of year. Shorebirds and warblers. Mm -hmm. And Bill, I have a riddle for you. It's not a riddle. I have a question. What do shorebirds and warblers have in common? They are all unknown to us. Exactly.
0: Or we could say they all look the same to us.
3: We could say that... Yeah, they all look the same. We can't identify either of them. That's another... Yes, that was... Yes, that was the punch. And line. I think it even gets worse than that. I mean, it isn't just that if you have any two shorebirds together, we can't tell them apart. No, oh, no, no. If we had one shorebird and a warbler sitting together, I couldn't tell which was which.
0: And yet, there is such great <clears throat> variation among um,
3: each of those categories, allegedly. Speaking of categories, when we did our last show, we were in Turbo, your Volvo. Oh, huh. This is a yes. new car. <laughs> yes, that's, it's true. Turbo saved my life not
0: long ago in a very serious car crash. He gave his life for me and you know and I had to say goodbye to him and it was very difficult. And now I have a, a new car. Um, it's another Volvo named Gus and um, but
3: he's, you, huh you had a car in between Turbo and Gus?
0: Yes, I did. I had another Volvo. I had another Volvo for a whole day, and that was totaled when it was parked. Um, by someone who was um, i 'd say had taken some drugs and and maybe it had a drink or two,
3: and but what about the other person?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so you know it was like what 's going on you know I, I I had a nearly fatal car crash. And then I get a new one, and then 24 hours later, it's totaled again. And then I get this car. And, wh- and, and I'm, I, it's, t- it's, it's caused me to go into therapy, to tell you the truth.
3: Well, and yeah, not just that. This happened shortly after you got back from a trip to Cuba. Right, right,
0: and which, which was very rewarding and yet very stressful.
3: And it puts you on the map of the uh, um, CIA. CIA. So, mm-hmm. they- so they were
0: out to get me. They almost got me. I think maybe they were just trying to send a message.
3: I saw a guy, uh, name of a guy on the web, is some David Ick, I think, or Ickies or something. And he David be- Ick? Yeah, yeah. He uh, Somebody in England. I wouldn't England, believe
0: what he said.
3: He believes that uh, the government is controlled by shape-shifting lizard people from <laughs> Arcturus, I think. What's Arcturus? Um, I, I th- where is Arcturus? I think it's one of the ponds at the Muskegon Wastewater Treatment <laughs> System. And that's where we are well, now. Well, I've so- seen those there. Yeah, yeah, they're there. So anyway, we're about to go and look for uh, shorebirds, and I've given up on warblers already. I mean, we've there's nothing here. No, I mean, we're, we're true. We're parked in a grassy field, and to show you our identification skills, Bill just said, "There's a crane over there," <laughs> or is it a, a heron? So that's about the level that we're at. And it was a warbler. Yes, it was a warbler. Uh, by the way, I'm thinking of doing a book about birding. Oh. And, I don't have a title yet, but the subtitle will be How I Became an Inept Birder in Only 15 Years. And uh, Bill, you would play a large part in that book. I I really helped the whole... I, I,
0: I cannot remember a bird from one birding expedition to the next, much less a call, which counts, in case you didn't know. In the birder's world, if you just hear a bird, it counts as seeing a bird, which is absolutely ridiculous, but still... I, can't, I don't have that advantage.
3: Well, there's a... Uh, here, I'm going to put this on pause a second because we're, we're running out of time. Hang on. Okay, we're about to go to a station break, but I want to mention beer bill. Beer beer, bill. Beer bill. Uh, here's a, a report I saw on the Did Muskegon you? County Nature uh, Center website, Muskegon Nature Club website recently. Uh, last week, 74 Baird Sandpipers were seen here. Oh. 27 Wilson's Phalaropes. Oh. Three semi-palmated plovers, 26 keeldeers, of course. That's all we'll see. We'll see 27 keeldeers. Three <laughs> lesser yellowlegs, five sanderlings, one pectoral, one semi-palmated, 12 leased, and eight potted, sp- <laughs> potted, potted p- panpipers. P- Those panpipers, they're all over here, you know? And I'm tired of panpiping. Yeah, well, so my question I'd rather is just what you potted. Opinion on that report before we go to That's station break? That's
0: absolutely ridiculous. I said, I I would think that all of those birds are just killdeers to begin with. So it wasn't 26 killdeers, it was like 300 killdeers. Because there's no. Look at that over there, though. Oh, those are warning doves. No, they aren't. They're killdeers.
3: All right, well, we're going to go to station break. Uh, You're listening to What Were You Thinking, a special Muskegon Wastewater uh, edition, and uh, we'll see you again.
2: What Were You Thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away.
1: There's a movement afoot. Shoebuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code THINKING, T-H-I-N-K-I-N-G, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash what W-H-A-T to get 10% off any order. And free shipping on orders of $39 or more. the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on PetLifeRadio.com
2: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys. Oh, in my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob.
3: So here we are driving along uh, between some treatment ponds, and I wish that this was a video podcast so people could see just the plethora of shorebirds that we're seeing here. Um, This is an extravaganza of wildlife. Actually, we're just seeing uh, ducks, and I refuse to even identify them. That's my opinion of uh, ducks, other than my sweet little pet ducky ducks. Oh, they're so sweet. And uh, I'm seeing gulls, and uh, are those ringbill or herring gulls? There's a herring gull right in front of us. He's got a uh, uh, herring aid, so (laughs) that makes him a herring gull. Uh, But But I. I'm not seeing any of these shorebirds yet. There never been one shorebird. No, and I just saw a car, uh, somebody uh, turning around in disgust since they no. didn't see anything either. But we're going to persevere. We're not quitters. Heck, we're going to stay here another eight minutes. So we're looking at this mysterious bird that's perched up ahead. and I'm thinking it's probably, even though it has a black head and looks uh, kind of interesting. Could it be a starling? Well, I think it was almost certainly a starling, but it's, it's, it's got, it's got weird plumage. A a very We've weird plumage. It must be. It's a molting starling. <laughs> it has got to be. It's just a starling it, that's molting. We're experts. Well, actually, and that's closer, my opinion. <laughs> my opinion is that the
0: closer we get, the more it looks like a starling. I'm writing her down as starling. <laughs> well, that's quite exciting. I mean, I. I never expected to see a starling here. No, I didn't either. So okay, so we're doing well so far. We've okay. seen a seagull and a starling. A seagull. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what kind of a bird is a seagull? I remember napping so I head thought head. I saw what I uh, thought was some kind of a bird of prey, but it turned out it was just a, a juvenile seagull <laughs> and it's kind of dark plumage. And um, as Bill pointed out a couple times, we look at these. Uh, ducks. The uh, uh, I think the Latin term "ducky wuckus," and um, <laughs> we thought they maybe were grebes or something more exotic. But what did you say about the sun? I said the sun is playing tricks. It is. It's a regular fata morgana out here today. It can. Who's I, fata morgana? I, that's a kind of mirage sailors would <laughs> so see the at children sea when they <laughs> when they were uh, off the coast of Sicily. <laughs> so uh, uh, we're not doing. T- uh oh, and. This uh, one spot where we used to see uh, shorebirds here, uh, because it was d- kind of dry and the shorebirds would hang out there, thinking that it was a shore because it was dry. It's they, now yeah. it's now full of water, so um, and they're, uh, they 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 were smart enough to leave.
0: Yeah, so um, well, they're, they're not water birds. Keep that in
3: mind. They're shorebirds. They're that's right. They are shorebirds. Shore enough. So we're probably not going to see anything today.
2: What were you thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's 7-Day Satisfaction Guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD.
1: Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code thinking at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com and use the code word T-H-I-N-K-I-N-G. There isn't
0: anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We
1: can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code WHAT, W-H-A-T, and save 10% on orders of $65 or more, plus free shipping, at Petco.com. Welcome to
2: Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know, I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. And, you know, as the human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they are seniors. So, in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another discussion. Of sassy seniors. And remember, celebrate your senior pets. Every week on demand. Only on petliferadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Radio. Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Pet <laughs> Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys... Oh, In my car! Oh, Okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob.
3: You're listening to What Were You Thinking? An interesting podcast with your host, Bob Tart, author of "Enslaved by Ducks, and book character Bill Holm. And we've already given up on one entire three-square-mile section of Muskegon Wastewater because we didn't see interesting birds right away. I want to see them now. So we're going to um, go to another corner of the wastewater system. And usually, though, if there's interesting birds to see, we see something right away. And uh, I'm not a person to hang my hat on optimism. Oh, and there's no reason to hang your hat on optimism. No, I've already I've... curled up in a fetal position, and I feel kind of sick because I'm so uh, let down. But by... well, it could be the odor as well. Oh, it could be. <sighs> oh, We're at man. the other side of uh, one of the large uh, ponds, and uh, I just spotted a uh, pied-billed grebe but um, big deal. Yeah, I mean it's it's not like one of those longer-nosed grebes that you wanna see that could be a horned grebe or an eared grebe or, a or nosed grebe. Yeah, a nosed grebe. So, um, you know, we say good luck to him. Well, I don't wish him any ill. No, no, good good luck to the grebe. Um so <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Uh, we're giving up already. Um, doesn't take me long. Um, so, uh, but we're going to go back near the administration building. Excuse me for not saying much right now, but I'm in the process of Bill's trying to turn around. Without sending us hurtling <laughs> over this berm to that we're out on. of this
0: foul water. It yeah. It really
3: is bad today. And
0: I'm, so if I don't say anything... It's because I'm busy focusing on my driving here.
3: Every moment that you become silent, more people join our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, while we're uh, driving back to the ad there building, I did it. and then we're going to look for some warblers there because, you know, let's look on the bright side. Right. I was window complaining a little while ago. That uh, if we saw some shorebirds, we wouldn't be able to tell them apart anyway. So this saved us a lot of head (laughs) scratching. Okay, we're at the ad building. And uh, it's closed. Or otherwise, I was going to go in and place an ad. I was going to place an ad for... (laughs) Wanted. Shorebird. Please bring friends. So anyway, we're at the ad building. And uh, there's a road that uh, runs along the ad building. And there's going to be two people burden that road that runs along the ad building. Those two people are going to be us. Yep, so we're going to go bird the road alongside the ad building. And uh, if we see any wobblers while we're birding, we'll let you know. Oh, back in the car. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bill. Uh, so, well, we birded the path. Wow, did we bird. By the uh, admin building. And I would say that... Uh, me, while probably get me some water. We birded that path so well, I could say that. I I hate to say it to anyone who's planning on coming to this area now, but I'm afraid that after we birded that trail, we birded it so thoroughly, it's birded out. We done birded it. It's birded out. So don't even come here. We birded it out. So we saw several flycatchers. And I don't feel so bad about not being able to identify them because, really, these are the MPIDs. Ampitamax <laughs> flycatchers. Are... And you really, unless you hear them singing, like the uh willow flycatcher says Fitzbue, He <laughs> does from uh his stint on uh, Land of the Giants. That's right. So uh we saw several of those and then I did I did see me a uh, um blue-gray gnat catcher. Which I have never knowingly seen before. Right. So um if you were to have kept a bird list. You don't keep a list of birds, do you? Are you kidding me? So you can add this to your non-existent bird list. Oh, it'll be on there. So anyway, I saw me some snipe up at the uh, uh, Muskegon State game area up here. They were uh, along a creek. Is that the story you thought was interesting and that I should share with people? That I saw me some snipe at the... um At the Crick. At the Crick. I thought that was a
0: very... I think that's something our listeners can relate to. Yeah.
3: Yep. So, um, it was actually a mushy field. It's not all about just being funny, Bob. It's about... It's supplying information. Supplying information. if anyone is here, they know now where they can see see them some snipes. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a large bird. That's probably that one we saw before. Oh, there's two. There's two. Isn't that nice? It's the two peregrines. Someone... Someone saw them a pair of peregrines here. And I think that's it. I think that's the pair of peregrine falcons, don't you?
0: Positively.
3: Yep. So, we did see a pair of peregrine falcons and we're looking at them right now. So, that's pretty good. That's something. Reminds me of a story. Did you hear about the realtor who was showing the house to the Southern Bell and he said, "Ma'am, this house was built without a flaw." And she said, "Well, where does you all stand?" <laughs> <laughs> Kinda of reminds me of that. I can see why.
2: What were you thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room.
1: Don't go away. What were you thinking is brought to you by Pet Care RX, America's most affordable pet pharmacy. PetCare RX offers the same meds as top vets, but with a savings up to fifty percent. And if you find a lower price on a certified EPA and FDA approved medication, PetCare RX will match that price. So go to PetCareRX.com. Use promo code THINK10, Think Ten. T H I N K the number ten and receive ten dollars off orders of fifty dollars or more. Hi. Monica, where have you been? Oh, Grandma, I've been busy, you know, racing,
2: GoDaddy girl. Oh, I built my own online store with GoDaddy. Really?
1: Let me see. Grandmasauction.com? Hey, Aren't those Grandpa's golf clubs?
3: Mm-hmm. Grandma needs her bingo money.
1: Use promo code WHAT10, W H A T, the number 10, and get a dot com domain name for just $749 at GoDaddy.com. If you ask the question, What do I want? What do I need? I'll take a back shot. I I need love, I crave attention single by Mark Winter. Available on iTunes.
2: When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere. All screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take Me Home every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys... Oh, In my car! Oh! Okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob. Hi, we're back.
3: And uh, we just birded the uh, Muskegon State game area. Oh, That's what we it is. We birded it hard. We did, we did. And, um... We did see a warbling, here, a warbling vireo. And I didn't mention that when we were at Muskegon Wastewater, we also heard two warbling vireos. So I have to say that even though the other birds have let us down today, no one can say that the warbling vireo isn't carrying his weight. That's right. And it really is inspiring. I think I realize what's going on that we haven't been seeing many birds. And that is that uh, when we arrived at Muskegon Wastewater, this red explorer SUV was leaving. And uh, we saw the same vehicle here at Muskegon State Game Area. And I think what happened is that this guy, he's birded these places out.
0: He has completely burned. He birded out. First, he birded out Muskegon Wastewater.
3: Except for that one area that we birded out, that short path.
0: Didn't take us long to. No, he
3: had nearly birded it out. But we birded it. Yeah. This guy has birded this entire recreation area. He might have birded uh, all of uh, West Michigan out. I don't know. but And this is a spot that's listed on the, uh, I think it's the Muskegon Nature Club's uh, homepage as the number one birding spot in Muskegon County. You know... And I guess
0: that's true because there were like five birds here.
3: Yeah. Well, we're going to try one more place. There's another entrance to the uh, Muskegon State game area, and there's a little crick. I mentioned that crick before, and so... That's where we're headed. We're going to meander along with the crick, and uh, that'll be our last chance. So for uh, you half a listener that's still listening to us with one ear, we'll let you know what we don't see. (laughs) Okay, well, here we are back at uh, the end of our birding day at Muskegon State game area, and I think I finally got the volume of this uh, termed up correctly on this recorder, so uh, we're probably only 25 minutes into the show and we finally got that volume where it's supposed to be. No one wants to hear it anyway. Now, speaking of which, I thought we might summarize our day a little bit because mm-hmm. I don't know how many of these snippets I recorded that I'm not going to simply just throw out. I have to say we did see... Uh, At this location, we saw many flycatchers again. Many. It was nice. Uh Uh-huh. And we saw a few warblers. Mm Mm-hmm. We saw a good look at what seemed to be a female common yellowthroat. Mm-hmm. And while the common yellowthroat is a common bird, at least we saw it. Right. And then we saw a little... And identified it. And identified it. We saw a little brown bird that I think is a female indigo bunting, or a young one. Yeah, I'm not convinced. But uh, indigo buntings are pretty darn common birds. I was Bill. I was driving home from the feed mill. <laughs> at the beginning of the summer, uh-huh. I was driving home from the feed mill, yep. and I decided to take some back roads. Mm-hmm. And in a stretch of two miles with the window open in my car, mm-hmm. I heard six singing indigo buntings. Oh, so isn't that something? So that's a common bird. But um, is that the whole story? That's it. Wow. That's it. I mean, people, you talk to people about indigo buntings. Yeah, you do. And they say, oh, I wish I had one. And I say, sometimes mm-hmm. you might, you know, and I advise them to learn the song. <laughs> A song? I do. I advise them. I say, you learn the song. Who have you ever advised?
1: <laughs> I tell On them. On any level.
3: Say, you learn the song of the indigo bunting. Uh huh. This is what make- you said, tell the guys at the feed mill? No. No. Oh. No, I mean, uh, you're, you know, common everyday Joe and Jane. So you're wandering downtown Lowell. That's my life advice for people. Uh-huh. You learn the song of the indigo bunting. Excellent, boy. <laughs> I'm going to go home and think about that one. Uh, let summarize. We got to Muskegon Wastewater, and uh, we saw a peregrine falcon right away, but we didn't mention it because we weren't positive of our identification. We went looking for shorebirds, and sure enough... There was... Sure no
0: birds. There was sure no birds. There was like, uh, um, there wasn't a wave of them either.
3: No, there was not. Mm-mm. There yeah. wasn't even a ripple. Nope, nope, not at all. But so, one might say it was a waste. It was. It was a stinking waste. Phew,
0: boy, did it stink. If you want to talk about wrapping up... Issues That is one of them. they got to do something about the smell there.
3: I know. How do they think the general public is going to want to enjoy the Muskegon wastewater system if it smells like a wastewater system? Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, then, as we were leaving, we did bird that trail. Oh. We birded the road. We birded it hard, and we saw flycatchers and a <laughs> warbling vireo. We heard it. Mm-hmm. And a gnat catcher, and I uh, heard a gnat catcher here, too. So you can't accuse the gnat catchers of not carrying their weight either. <laughs> They do, it. they do it everywhere they go. They do a good job.
0: What's the difference, Bob, between a gnat catcher and a fly
3: catcher? I believe the gnat catcher is more of a specialist. So then we uh, went to, um, we we saw a <laughs> pair of peregrines on our way out of Muskegee and I think they were from Paris. They were. And um, I think one uh, was the peregrine and one was its au pair. They were on a parapet. They were on a parapet, and they're beautiful birds, and we saw them when we were leaving. Then, uh, to wrap up, we went to uh, Muskegon State Game area, and uh, didn't see much in that Nothing. long, long trek. Nothing. And then we came here, and I was hoping that we'd be walking along a spring, because I remember the spring in the spring when I was here. So I think, since we didn't hear it now, I think it's just a vernal spring. So I guess I guess <laughs> that's about it. That, uh, that was really, ladies and gentlemen, that... It's a if brilliant you think joke. About it,
0: if you think about that joke. It's brilliant. And it's brilliant, and it really is by far the best joke you're going to hear on this whole podcast.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You can see why my um, publisher accepted the funnel of happiness with uh, <laughs> jokes like that. So I'm seeing birds in the bushes right now while we're wrapping up the show, but it's too late. So. Yeah, there, I mean, it, it, what is it going to be—a fly catcher? That brings us to the end of another episode of "What Were You?" Th- <laughs> 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 and uh, boy, if the last episode was a lost episode, this is the well, episode that should have this been. This is lost. the lost cause episode. Yeah. So I apologize to my producer, Mark Winter, again, who has to listen to this. And uh, if you think, boy, wait—I'd be- like to apologize to And that's the really. first for you. To I really isn't would. It? But I'm
0: apologizing for Bob. But I would like to apologize for, for this entire effort. I tried to...
3: If we would have seen some spectacular birds well, in the end, it would have been worth I suppose
0: it. that was the point of the whole podcast. To, we, yeah, it was to try to, be, to, try to, you know, to give, a, give a slice of birding life.
3: I mean, you were saying... What's that it like th- to be a birder, people ask. And you were saying that we may have some glasses on that are uh, like that uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper wore in They Live. And they live, directed by
0: John Carpenter. Mm -hmm. And you could put these glasses on, and then you saw the reality of what was really going on, and you found out that everyone was an alien. Here, we've been given glasses that block out all birds.
3: Yeah, and I think it's possible. I I have to find out exactly whether this is true or not, but it may be that Bill and I both wear glasses, so we may go to the same optimist. (laughs) So if you would like to be on What Were You Thinking? And anyone can. Anyone can come on and talk about anything, anytime. It, no one wants to. No, no. No one, one has to. ever
0: taken Bob up, up on that offer. No. Except Linda. No.
3: But so email me at bob at petliferadio.com and you might ask the question, what does anything that you ever talk about have to do with pets? And maybe you can answer that and you'll come on the show. Thanks for
2: listening. Bye. Bye. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com.